You're now listening to the podcast that never happens with Yao, AJ, and Pre. Keep it locked. Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man. You see the Spider-Man? Oh, I can do it. Wait, no. <laughs> What's going on? It's going on. I'm just singing a Spider-Man song. Man. This really... how you start in the pod, yeah? Man, start yeah. with the Spider-Man song. <laughs> That's oh, funny. Spider-Man. I'll just plug in my headphones in. You can actually hear me singing Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <laughs> Man's right. got a mic in his face. Uh, Man's got a mic in his face talking about you can hear me sing. <laughs> True. One second. Let me You're just adjust your Okay, I'm in. I'm in business. Yeah, yeah. How's it going? Oh, when did we record yes. this last? Welcome back. Was it two weeks? Two? No, more than two weeks ago, no? Two, three weeks ago. This is kind of consistent. I can't lie. Two weeks. You know, done know. Done know. <laughs> I think we agreed on like a monthly one, but obviously if we have stuff in between. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you know, we, can, we, we can... set the bar really low so that we can surprise ourselves. <laughs> obviously, you know, managing expectations and all that. <laughs> yeah, you set the bar low. You can't really, you have nowhere else to go but up. So everything is an improvement. <laughs> yeah, the ones where you just come into a game. I can't really shoot. I can't do nothing. You get in there, start crossing ankle breakers, just dunk on everything. Can, can, we, set the, can, can we set the scene, yeah? At the moment, it's a yeah. Saturday afternoon. It's 12 o'clock. Yao is do- jumping around his bedroom. We can see. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not jumping around. I'm having my uh, oats and egg. He's a like a, a morning person, annoyingly. This guy's a waste man, bro. That's I'm not actually. My body wakes me up early, but <laughs> I prefer to So does to my body, bro. But I like to stay in bed and, and play football manager till like football 1 Football manager? PM. No. That's still happening. Don't know, bro. Yeah, that's a bad boy game. <laughs> Don't talk to me, bro. bro. I can't believe you're here. That game takes bro. you out. Takes you out that of society. Game, bro, that game is lively, bro. Nah. You know how much time I invest in that game? Trying to trying to bring up the next... Uh, the, the next... Uh, is it messy. one of them games where like you pay like or add on? No, 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 no. Okay. Just, it's, it's a, it's a football simulation, well. isn't it? It's yeah. a football simulation. So you're just like, you're just, um, you, you, you take ownership of a club and you just run that. <laughs> so obviously, man's out here. But also, Plus. also, yeah, uh, Priya is doing this whilst topless and wearing a do rag. Oh, my bright, days, bright, the do rag. Bright orange do rag. <laughs> no, the do rag. Orange is my color. What can I say? That's my favorite color. Orange is my color, man. And it's not just any orange. It's, it's, it changes depending on where the light hits them, you know? Obviously, you got also, angles on this. You, got, you, you guys are color coordinating. You both got orange on. I'm just like, I just no, didn't, no, know, didn't get red, the memo. Man. That's this red, bro. Is, That's this is much red. red. Um, looking, like a, looking like a boy band out here. <laughs> yeah, what have you guys been doing in these your past few weeks? How's, how's life changed under lockdown for you in the last few weeks? Uh, guys, um, update. I'm on furlough. Oh, you're on oh, furlough now? Yeah. Swear down. Oh, and swear people down. have been like afraid to go on furlough, but the way it is, it's needed sometimes. You know, that break where there's this lockdown period, um, a lot of people who work at home have been working longer than they Bro, normally I've been work working, when they're in bro. office. I've been working, blood. Imagine still doing weekends in lockdown. Fam, that's my whole that's life what I've you're been talking doing. about. But you know, like that, man, saying it, like we don't, we're not doing it. Yeah. But life hasn't really changed for me at all. Life, life ain't changed. It's just where I've been I mean, that's changed. AJ's different because you're on like yeah, fifth, so yeah. My life is just upside down, but I'm used to it now. I'm just yeah, I, I'm still. I don't, I don't want to be furloughed though. Like that's the idea of pay of of insanity for me because like at least my weeks do as a structure. Yeah. Like, when you're furloughed, 
you just like Monday melts into Tuesday and and and, and the rest of it. That's I mean, true. you so, can with I know how busy you are with other stuff that you do outside outside of work. So for yeah. you free, that could be you setting yourself up to kind of structure your day doing the other bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. And then hear obviously that. also find time to just but that's chill like out, that's self motivation though. Lay lay on your bed. That's your the other thing. That's the other thing, bro. This guy, bro. Do you want me to buy your durag, fam? Just say the word, bro. <laughs> I, I need a new one, you know. I need a new one. You see, you know, like that man's hinting the whole time. Man's been like, like, as soon as I came on the call, man was like, oh, that durag, orange, different shades. It's like, bro. this is, you know, when you were a kid and you wanted to ask your mom something, but you, you didn't want to say it directly. So you just yeah, y'all sent me a, sideways. Y'all sent me a video of himself midweek of his haircut. Because I was, I was explaining, I was telling people my story about my haircut, or my lack of haircut. Yeah. And he, he was just, we were just talking about barbers and how much we, we undervalue them. We miss them. them. Trust me, hug a barber, man, because... My man said hug a barber, you <laughs> know? Hug a barber. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be a thing, it's because... Like, it's like, boss, man, I've missed you so much. The way you, the way, the way you, you touch me. <laughs> Bro, like when you caress my head and spray me with that alcohol, <laughs> bro. Boy, that's thing. But do you know, it's, it's, it's pain, been crazy, you know. Pain. Like, pr- uh, yeah. pray, how does your hair work? Because you you got the dreads going on. Like, do you yeah, need, I've got do you my, need maintenance? I've got my locks now. Like, I've got my locks now. Um, obviously, I've been growing it for a while now. But um, I I, I only go barbershop like maybe every three months. Because I, I just get the sides like done. Bro, the sides um, are so important. The sides are important, man. Yeah, Gosh. trust me. It's, it's all about shapes, isn't it? As a photographer, I'm telling you, it's all about shapes. It's all about the shapes. It's a shape in your face. But, I'm um, glad we're not recording the video on this. Trust me. I'm just munching this egg. Bro, you're <laughs> disgusting, bro. He's holding yeah. an omelette and just feeding it to him, like, like feeding it to himself like grapes. Like grapes, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the kind of person we're working with, bro. One's feeding himself egg like grapes. That's how you know he's a true Ghanaian, you know. That's a Ghanaian thing right there. Feeding himself egg like grapes. Yeah, you too, man. We're not starting that war on the, on the podcast. Nah, nah, it's love. It's love. We appreciate them. I just just had to state it. I ain't say nothing. No, I have I never mean, seen. I ain't seen no me. one feed themselves egg like grapes. Is, is this the egg thing? Is it? Wait, wait. Can you, can someone break down the egg thing? Because I see I see it on Twitter all the time. The Ghana well, and egg. onions. Why is this onions, a thing? Like egg goes with everything. You have egg with breakfast, egg with lunch, <laughs> egg with salad. <laughs> but egg does go with everything. Like egg is a egg is life, man. Egg is universal, you know. Is, we all is. came from eggs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yo, man said we all came. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Who's your dealer, bro? Um, uh, no, I'm finished. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I've got extra energy today. Like this is the first time this week I've woken up not feeling tired. That's good to know. It's true. I, I don't know. I feel energized. Is it because it's sunny for, for it's the sunny, first time it's again? It's sunny. Yeah. It's been it's been a bit grey the last couple of days, so it's we're in for good weather. Feeling like Superman. Yeah, Trust I'm me. feeling like after this, I've got a goal. I'm I'm gonna like build a desk, a new desk, and then I'm gonna head out to the park or something. I've Ooh. got a foldable bike. I've re-looked at. Just need to pump it up. I might even ride down to your Enspria. You know. Yeah. So down. Yeah. Come through, bro. Wait, AJ, you're off today as well. I am, but I have arrangements. You got another barbecue? Is is your mom (laughs) mom about to come in again? I I actually do have another distanced event. Oh my days! 
What, 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 I'll see what time I get home, but anyway. <laughs> okay, how, how do you feel about these new rules that have come in or like the easing of the new of the rules? Because at the moment... Um, what are so, they? So we document them. The new rules are from Saturday, which is today. If, you're, yeah. if you live in a single-person um, household, if you live alone, you're now allowed to form a social bubble with another household. Um, and that means you can go and visit them and you can stay with them and you can you don't have to observe the two meter rule when you're there so that's the yeah. new update from today i feel like a lot of people yeah that's the rule but i think yeah. psych- psychologically it will mean a lot of people feel like okay things are easing up so even if I we mean, don't if we don't yeah. meet that criteria we can do what we can go through anyway yeah of course i think it was already happening anyway like yeah. when i went to the park like two weeks ago maybe so just about before we recorded the last one yeah and um i was just like reading the park and stuff and there were already like a big group of people having a massive picnic together in the park so people were already doing it man um and i think people's attention span anyway is only to a certain level and then it snaps yeah i think we were there now with the lockdown where it's been mismanaged so poorly and the whole dominic cummins saga has just kind of really really like diminished public's trust so now people are just taking yeah. Taking it at their own uh, advice, really. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's become clear that it's very hard to police millions of people and where they are and what they do. Yeah, it, it's kind of based, it's built on trust. It's, yeah, but it's built yeah. on trust. I think I think that's yeah, that's what true. It is. Unless you use force, then you can't really tell. You can't force a whole population to behave a set, like no. in one uni- unilateral way. Um, and, so, especially yeah. the British public. And we we yeah. have we have been in this situation now for like months. Like it's been a long time. Very so pe- long. People are you know, you st- you start getting the the attitude of you know I just don't care anymore. I think that, yeah. I, think I a mean, lot of people. What what I was saying as well in the last in the last pod was that you know at a certain point you start to feel like the quality of life that you're living at the mm. moment in lockdown is it worth it in terms of like okay you're alive and well but you know the mental aspects of it. You know, you're yeah. you're by yourself. For people who, particularly for people who have, who live alone, yeah, um, having if, if they live alone by themselves, they haven't been able to see their friends for months on end. That's gonna have an impact on you psychologically. I think that's uh, why they've done this. That's why they've. That's I think the main purpose of it was that because they realized, yeah. wait, like there's people that haven't like I think as well for like um, grandparents and stuff like that that live alone that can't see their yes. grandchildren that kind of thing but to be fair yeah. those people have already probably when he said that you can go into the parks and sit with groups have started inviting Doing it. yeah yeah. this is the problem without, without approach I think what we should have done was gone super hard in the lockdown at very early on yeah. like in the first two weeks just shut everything down and then that way we have like a, a shorter period of pain and then you know we get over it faster yeah. Instead, we had that slow lockdown thing that they did, which like just gradually made phasing it. it in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. it just made it a bit long, and then by the time we got into the thick of it, everyone's like already like everyone's already feeling a bit. Yeah, exactly, feeling a bit done and feeling a bit fatigued by yeah. it. Yeah, it was mad because like last week, because my my grand's in she's in India now right now, and she hasn't been able to come back. Yeah, and we had a um family a WhatsApp call. And she just burst out crying in it. I was like, God, this is mad. It's like... That's, that is sad. <laughs> she can't see anyone, but she has got a flipping FaceTime, which is crazy. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I was like, how she got a quick FaceTime? How it got Granny's set up? down with the tech, bro. That's don't worry like, about that. 
But I mean, also next week we've got football coming back. How's everyone feeling about that? I'm it's happy, you know. Coming home. Do you know what? I feel like. Do you, do you, do you, think... you support Tottenham? What's coming home, bro? <laughs> huh? Listen, listen. There's nothing You're coming home. You're just as bad you, as we are. You're just as bad as we are. There's nothing. That's why I'm not singing. Maybe even worse home. right now. Huh? That's why oh, I'm not no, singing. No, it's coming uh... home. The scarce thing is coming home when the football itself coming is coming home. Nothing is coming home for Tottenham. Yeah. I think that's nothing. Listen, <laughs> nothing's coming, home, coming for home was for teams, the country. Bro. The country was singing is coming home when it should have been specified as the boys are coming home. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was a that was a mad week summer. You know that summer was hey, alive. People might not know who anyone supports. So Priya supports Arsenal, which yeah, is, which is a lifelong curse. And curse, you know, man said curse. Uh, when it's a top here. <laughs> Wait a minute, please send. Man said curse, you know. Send wow. send Priya nice messages on Instagram because he needs it. No, no, no. I'm good. Oh. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Long time sufferer, so I'm I'm used to the pain. Yeah, yeah. Supports Tottenham, which is I'm I'm the I don't team why that he supports Tottenham. Supposedly seems to hate. Supposedly <laughs> seems to hate. You're just trash, bro. What do you mean? Supposedly mm-hmm. seems to hate. Why would mm-hmm. people hate them? Tottenham is just shit, bro. You hate us, but you... Be we don't hate you. We don't hate you. We're just stating facts. You see how you say, like, Tottenham is shit, and they think you f- No, no, no. You can't state facts. Even when we're above you, even when we're doing well. No, okay, but like, not really. So, you're... you're it's like an see, Arsenal fan saying, oh, look at us. You know, our history. We've, we've, we're great. We're the best London club. Yeah, but we are. Chelsea but, comes in and has won the Champions League and... yeah. You know, but we we've things. won we've won more trophies than they have though, so I don't understand. I mean, How can we... you, it's like going into a new job and go, yeah, yeah, you know. So it's not a new I job though. It's the same job. It's the same job. So as a, as a, as a Man job. United fan, this conversation is so. It's, it's, it's funny, it's, isn't it? It's like, funny. <laughs> you see, you see what I mean. You see how like they move the goalpost, bro. So I don't want to bore anyone who's not a football fan. In it, that's but what I was gonna say. The, the only, the only reason why I find Tottenham fans funny when they start to say that we don't acknowledge when they're great is our greatness brought trophies and like Fine. unbeaten season and all that stuff. So when we say we we've been one of the greatest teams, we have legs to stand on. Do you think their greatest? Do you... Their greatest is that they finished above us for a couple of seasons. No, literally. no, no, no. That I, is it. I say, we're, I say we're doing well. I didn't say we're great. Yeah, I but say you say you're better than us, and huh? the reason why it makes us laugh is because we're like, okay, cool, you finished above us. We can't. That's numbers but don't lie. Is 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 this is this Tottenham team better than Arsenal right now? Pray. I I don't on paper. I don't think so. Uh, on paper, <laughs> I don't think so. Numbers, numbers do not lie. On paper, that's what I'm saying. No, that's why I say on paper because obviously we had United Emery start the season, so and we just swapped managers. At, I at mean, the so did point. we. So did yeah. we. Yeah, well, you you were starting from a much better place. You had Pochettino in it, so I mean, but the, the and we we had we had the vampire. We had, there. But we, we digress because none of, none of you are winning the league or winning anything. So. <laughs> No, no, I no. mean, we're all in the same boat we're right now. We're all in the now, same so. boat. Man, I said none of you. Are, you know, like, <laughs> none of you. Like no, United or no, anything. No, no, no. Yeah, no. You know, actually, United are probably the worst because you don't spend millions and you're still shit. What, what do you mean we spend millions? Ooh. So do you guys, you know, about Obama Yang and you got the whole... Look at your squad. <laughs> Bam, it's crazy. Let's not talk about Hammerhead in your defence. I'll, I'll you know? step out this conversation because my must, team is so You've spent millions on Maguire and man's coming like Brickhead. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. <laughs> let's, hey, let's, this that's is why funny. I'm happy football's coming back because at least it's something. Trust to, me. 
There's something to fight about. I ain't even. I ain't even looked at. I ain't even looked at the league uh, table, so I don't I even forgot know who. Oh, I actually uh, saw there was um this post about like they did a prediction of what the league's gonna end up as. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see if I can find it. But what do you? What do you? What do you think? Like if they had chosen to end the season now, yeah, how it is? Would you have been yeah. happy with that? And would you have rated Liverpool's uh, trophy win? Um, would you have no, accepted not really. it? No, it would have been tainted. I think, I think the season's already tainted anyway. So the, That's the, true. the reason for ending it would have been terrible. The only reason that they would have ended it would have been to just give it to them. Um, and give it to them. Yeah, just give it to them. <laughs> but um, yeah, apart from that, I don't think they deserve to just give it, uh, end the season and, and give them the trophy just because. Um, and, and one of my key arguments against ending the season was always that we didn't know or we still don't know when the virus was going to go away or when we were going to get like a, um, the, the virus, the cure. Um, yeah. So ending the season, you don't then know when the new season is going to start because we're already in June, right? So, yeah. you know, this is meant to be the off season for football. So Yeah, man. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be so weird though, watching everyone playing like empty stadiums and hearing the goal like i saw this thing the dortmund game the first one that came back Every, yeah. everyone was amazed at the goal the nets making noises like when because you... <laughs> <laughs> when, when they score it's like it's just weird it's just like a little bang in the back of the net and then a couple of people screaming it's just like what yeah yeah true but now now, now they um they've introduced crowd noises now i i, I heard stuff about um at, there's an app where you can clap into the app or something and then it, they play it out into the stadium <laughs> that would be have sick, you seen though. that that would be jokes I've, heard, I've seen I've seen a few articles about that but I haven't really read them properly <laughs> but you know I think we're obviously at the point where they have to they have to kind of think outside the box and do things that are going to try and enhance the, the watching yeah uh, the watching population but do you, do you think you'll ever feel comfortable going back to a game like, yeah, in, like with people so. and being next. I mean, to them. in reality, anyway, how many games do we tend to go to? Yeah, I mean, I pretty, only pretty like, does. He goes. You yeah, go I I got to quite a few during the season, but um, again, I think it's just about risk and like it's about if you accept the risk of going to something like that when it does return. I mean, it doesn't look like it's gonna return anytime soon, anyway. So I imagine that when it when they allow crowds to go back into the stadiums, it will be at a point where we've we'll definitely have evidence that the virus is either gone or there's like a, um, there's a cure yeah. uh, antivirus for it. So uh, yeah, we can't live in fear. We can't live in fear forever. That's the one thing. I think obviously when this came through, everyone was like really, really nervous and scared. So people would, there was all these people saying, life has changed forever and ever and ever. It would never be the same again. Yeah. I don't believe that. I think things can go. Yeah. I don't want to say back to normal, but things can you know, life can return to some semblance of the way it was before. Yeah. But do, do you know what um, was a scary thing? Like, even yesterday, the GDP numbers came out. It was like, the, the, this is worse than we've, worst thing we've ever seen. Our, our GDP in the country shrunk by, I think, shrunk 25% yeah. since the start of it, which is scary. Yeah, I mean, like, when you, watch, when, you see it on, when you see it on a graph, it's like, what does this mean for normal people? And I think that's what's hard to work yeah, out. Yeah, that's the scary, that's the scary part, isn't it? Yeah, because the last time we had a recession, like we definitely went into a different a different period where it does affect normal people. Do you know what I mean? Like the services yeah. you get or yeah. the benefits people can receive, people that need it. Those are the you know people will be affected. 
So yeah, that's true. That's very true. I think that's that's where the that's where the the problem and the danger comes into all of yeah. this. Like in terms of the ramifications of of you know society being in lockdown for literally months. Yeah, because when business goes um, down, like somehow through the chain, it affects regular people. And yeah, absolutely. And obviously, people will be reluctant to spend money. Yeah. When when they don't feel like there's any security or safety. Exactly. That's that was a question we we're, were having at home. It was whether when businesses go back, are prices rising to make up for the losses that they've done or are they going to keep the prices the same? To keep us spending? Yeah. I reckon they're um, going to go up, man. That's, that, that's just the, the harsh reality of it. Yeah. But, I think there's a danger it will, but then at the same time it might not because they might think oh we need to we need to put it down just so yeah. people can feel confident to spend so there might be a lot of sales who knows who knows I'm like, not, we're not we're not economists in it like yeah we're not business we're not business people so we don't know <laughs> what the projections are going to look like um but i mean to, to go back to what you said about sort of the the effect it has on like just everyday people yeah we 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 obviously saw a lot of um industries just disappear overnight so like the entertainment industry for example which employs a lot of people yeah that that just disappeared overnight and uh you know how that comes back and in what way that comes back is gonna be interesting yeah like and i know a lot of like the hospitality hospitality, the hospitality yeah. yeah so like even restaurants like they just don't exist right now so yeah that the effect that will have on a business in the long term is is great because like a lot of businesses live hand to mouth like they've got money just for that month and mm, yeah. that's all they've got. And if you're not making anything at all, that's your business done. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Who knows what 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 our high streets but, and will look yeah, like? In these times, there's also the opportunity for people, creative business people, to get in those kind of uh, industries that's and true. bring about a new kind of wave of how we do things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, now is the time where we need people to change. The way things were, like, you know, obviously we have all the, all this movement going on right now with the protest, the Black Lives Movement protest um, happening all over the world. And I think maybe maybe this lockdown was a good thing in terms of we wouldn't all have this much attention span if we were just going about our everyday lives. I hear that. It's, it's been uh, a bit of a like a cleanse, like yeah, um, like in terms of the way we think about ourselves and in every way, like absolutely. I think, you know, we've all seen different periods where we've had protests yeah. um, happening before and it's always felt like only the people affected really paid attention to it. Yeah. Um, but now we see, obviously, when you look at any of the protest footages, you see, like, a, a mixture of people. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, a lot of those people have probably not been working for months. It's true. Um, like a, Still a, not working. Yeah, I mean, this one really feels like a, a, a big change because... Yeah, it hasn't gone away. Like it's still in the front of people's minds, and people are still thinking about it and talking about it. And there's Absolutely. been there's been loads of elements and um, layers to it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the that's the key thing. It's like when we fight for like black rights, it also encompasses so many different things. Like there's so yeah. much that goes into it. It's not just police brutality. It's it's the state brutality as well. So there's so much more that goes into it. And um, that's the thing, we were looking at different aspects of society as well, where, like, for example, this week, we've had loads of TV shows come out and say, oh, no, we're sorry for 
basically using blackface. Yeah. Like, what do you think about that? Like, do you think? Because I think it all stems from the statues thing, where people oh, are yeah, kind yeah, of revisiting yeah. their pasts and thinking, yeah, oh, absolutely. actually, this wasn't right. Mm. Yeah, I think you know what what's funny with the with the statues thing is that we we obviously see a um a kind of distraction from the from the actual from the actual goals that people are trying to achieve. Like we you know, no one obviously taking out statues is great and all, but that wasn't the aim. It was never the aim of, of any of this yeah. movement. Like a statue itself doesn't make me feel any other type of way. But you know, it, it's it's it only becomes an issue when people try and say that, you know, it's it's part of culture. And it's like, okay, if it's part of culture, then show the whole story, you know, like tell the whole story. If you're yeah. gonna say this great man in your words did these great things, then show the story of all the bad things that they did as well. So people can make their own minds up. Don't just say, Oh, this person did yeah. XYZ and that's it. That's where the story stops. Um I think for me it was like when I started to like read a lot outside of the curriculum and stuff. Mm. And I realized a lot of the people that we idolize um, are just people, man. And they have their own flaws and they, 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 they have their own weaknesses in their beliefs. Even if they, in they, their core beliefs were like great things, they still had their own flaws. And yeah. the more you appreciate those and encompass that into how you see them, the more realistic your yeah. idea of who they are is, you know? It's true. Like, as much as I, you'd want, like, I want to be like, you know, put everyone up against the same standards. You kind of can't like people that yeah. were around. The, the world was just a different place. Absolutely. And there was a argument I was I saw somewhere. I think it was on Facebook about like morality in different times. Yeah, Whereas yeah, it changes now. Some yeah, yeah, someone might be seen as it a changes. terrible human being, but in their time, might not have not been. Yeah, yeah. but then you also have to acknowledge that they're pieces of shit as well. Like even like. <laughs> In that time, in this time, there's still pieces of shit. So, like, I'll give you an example. Um, an example for me is Fela. Fela is like my one of my favorite artists ever. Yeah. Like, I bang at his music like at least once a week, e easily. Like, that was my introduction to music that was vocal about police abuse and about and about brutality of the state and corruption. Um, but when I was growing up in Nigeria, he was like seen as a pariah, as a figure that, you know, no one really wanted to talk about or, yeah. or be associated with um, because of like the salacious lifestyle that he lived. Obviously, Fela had like loads of wives. He lived in his own like compound, you know, Kalakuta Republic. He wanted to create his own state, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like as you grow up, you stop idolizing the person and you start to actually read on who they really were and you you understand that whilst he was fighting for civil justice he also had aspects of his bit personality that that you know were not pleasant yeah and then you merged it you merged those two things and you get the full picture of that if i just came out and said fella's great like oh yeah he's amazing he spoke for the people he gave to people you know he did a lot of charity and all that stuff yeah. he risked his life and you don't talk about the abuse that he probably he did to his wives and stuff like that, and and the way he mistreated a lot of his um a lot of his wives emotionally. Yeah. Then you know you don't build a full picture, you know. And he also still had some misogynistic views yeah. about women and relationship and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, you build a perfect picture. That's where you get you know the real person, not just not some saint who's yeah. like without sin or without faults. What do you guys think about comedy though? Because I think I feel like comedy is one of those spaces where 
You can the, say anything. You can say you can say anything exactly, but also the more ex- the kind of extreme you are, the I guess the more successful you can be. Uh, I don't know. Like, do you think comedy I mean, comedy is a, audience, is a is a is a, is a yeah. zone where you can't touch? Like, or I don't know. What do you think about offensive comedy? Basically, mm. I think you know, racist, racist is racist. So even if you put comedy in front of it, you're still being racist. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what's that saying about behind every joke is uh, there's some truth to it. So yeah, if you if you go on and you start making jokes that try and paint the Nazis in a good light, yeah, do you know what I mean? You can't just say, "Oh, I was joking." No, it's just a joke, or it's just satire. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you know, we flip that. If we look at a lot of the comedy or stand-up comedies from the '90s. Like like American comedies anyway that were from like black um comedians yeah you'd see that they used comedy as a social commentary a lot of the time they you yeah. know they would speak about the things that they were going through whether it was with the police yeah uh, in the community or like just in the industry they would always kind of try and use it be like oh yeah the police did this to me today ha 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 it's like a uh, mirror like yeah exactly they use it to mirror the society yeah. that they were in so it's quite like you know deaf comedy jam for example is quite racial like when you look at when you look at the jo- a lot of the jokes yeah, yeah, they're course. very very socially conscious and like you read you look at it and you could almost get a sense of the environment that they were in at the time yeah it's it's just weird because obviously a lot of comedy is based on like you know just just characters and experience that, the, yeah. th- those characters as well like for like sketch comedy for example like the, mm. the characters may be funny in their own right but sometimes if they have a racial element to them or are based on a race yeah. for some yeah. reason it's it's funny but we as a society we don't understand why it's funny but well, i think it's just playing on stereotypes exactly. right? yeah. once you when you're playing yeah. on stereotypes yeah. This is the thing. Like, should we? Everyone be... understands stereotypes. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, should should we be allowed to make make fun of ourselves? But do we have to be that same race to be able to make fun of your of that of those people? If that makes sense. I think while whilst the system's not balanced, then that's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think it comes down until... to that, right? Like, it's yeah. Looking at why why the society and where if there is systemic racism, who that systemic racism affects. Yeah, because for example, a a white com uh, comedian, yeah, imitating someone who's black, yeah, and then getting praised for playing that character, mm. it's a slap in the face of a black comedian who's like, "Hey, I do that every day. Like, that's just me." True. <laughs> and then but they also, don't get the same. I think also you know, there's the whole historical context of blackface and where that comes from, and how yeah, black course, people weren't allowed to be in films, so they black up yeah. or whatever like there's like that yeah. that context is kind of just nasty and no one wants to be associated with that and it's kind of crazy that even in recent times people still have dressed up as black people which is i just i don't understand how that stuff kind of happens yeah. what was it? i, I think mean I, we, we had a... that sorry i was just gonna say like obviously you know you look at like the history of some entertainment like entertainment can't even separate itself from racism because obviously racism is something that affects the whole society yeah. but like you had like hattie mcdaniel um who she won the oscars and they weren't gonna allow her to go to the oscars and even mm. when she did go to the oscars to accept winning it they put her in a separate table away from everyone else like in the back Mad. so you know this is this is it's it's always been long happening so it, it's like that's why it's kind of difficult to just say it's it's just jokes yeah I hear that. Well, we, 
we move forward, isn't it? Like if people are learning about themselves and and are you know going to change. I don't know. Do you think comedy it will lessen, will make comedy better, or I don't know. Or do you think people uh, you don't need be to afraid be. to be funny? I don't know. Do you think? Not really. If you're not mm. being racist, you don't need to be like, <laughs> fearful of anything. <laughs> like it's just that simple. <laughs> I think as long as you're mindful of the content or you know the context you put stuff yeah. in. I guess this whole thing, yeah. this whole thing is making people think about themselves and like how they, or like why you find certain jokes funny and stuff like that. Yeah, why is this funny to you? Why is this funny? Exactly. Like I just think again, if you're not being racist, then you have nothing to worry about. Mm. Like there's still offensive, offensive um, comedy is still a thing and it's still gonna exist. Yeah, but you obviously cross a line when you do certain things, so you just have to. All I would say is make your art. And then put it to like a group of people from that same, from that same um, ethnicity, whatever. Yeah. That you think might be offended, and see their reactions. I think that goes for marketing campaigns too. <laughs> some of them have been astonishing how yeah, stuff been put out and looks but see like that goes that goes back to our research. point, right? About diversity, like you know. That's what it's about um, because if you're not in spaces, then you can't yeah. you can't be there to say, look, what are you doing? That's a bit crazy, you know. Yeah. Oh man, you I want to tell you a funny story that represents a group of people and, and the group they is haven't not had there. any inputs into it. I, I want to tell you a lot of funny story. I'm not going to name names because this is like my ex, like work. Like I say, ex work. What am I calling ex work? Former <laughs> work. Former workplace. Um, but basically, we had this random client who wanted to do something for um their black uh employees, and to to mark like Black History Month. Yeah. And um. So we, they came to us to ask us for like information, like what advice uh, for consultancy. And um, so my manager at the time, she was called into this meeting with all the like the creative director and all that stuff. My manager was a um, black woman. And like they were trying to, um, you know, spit ideas together to like come up with this guy. So they could obviously give him ideas. And someone came up with an idea that for that week, for a week in like in Black History Month, only the black employees should be allowed to use the lift. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not kidding you, bro. And and let me tell you this: they were actually considering it, and my manager was just sitting there, like, oh "Are you God. not fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you not fucking kidding?" And they were like, "Oh, oh we God. thought it was a good idea." And she she was just looking around the room, like, "Is this oh, a joke? Am I? Is this bro. punked? Like, am I being punked?" That is that is wild. Like in that wild? situation, I'll just sit there and just like let them kind of put out the set out everything that they plan, and then just go and cut through everything. Nah, they were already like, bro. I'm telling, you, they were already. They were like, oh yeah, we had this great idea. We were thinking, you know, blah blah blah. And she's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you not hear how ridiculous that sounds? Like, talk about missing the point of Black History Month. Just like... Exactly. <laughs> but even that, even that is a, you know, that's a whole debate in itself. Like, even, like, here's your month. Like, do you know, like, yeah. you should be grateful And you know what's the maddest thing? Like, the last couple of years, we've seen Black History Month being, being turned into BME Month. God. <laughs> <laughs> they had Black History Month and they had Zayn Malik and, and um, Sadiq Khan as, like, See, uh, their posters for Black History Month, <laughs> as if there aren't any black people around. Like, oh I don't my know. God. 
Yeah, see, like, see uh, the Black History Month, the point of it is, like, everyone should be a part of it, of course, but the point is it's Black History. Yeah. Right? So, but, even, like, we've, I think this whole, everything that's going on now is even shining a light on that. Like, Black History shouldn't be, it isn't just for black people. Black History is everyone's yeah. history. Exactly. And exactly. That That's something we all need to acknowledge. Yeah. And it just changes perception of, like, people. Because I think, you know, Akala had a um oh yeah the live, live the other day and he was just saying about you know how the the history that people get taught paints you know the slaves um in a in a certain type of way like and slavery in a certain type of way because obviously yeah. in england people a lot of people actually believe that it was only englishmen and english people who helped to um eradicate slavery when haiti did it like years and years and years and years ago before even England had the idea that they were going to try and abolish slavery. Yeah. Um, so he's just saying that, you know, if, if, if culture doesn't balance out the truth and actually tells everyone, we, people grow up thinking the slaves just sat down and waited for, like, a white mm. man to come and save them. Right. Even that, it's like the history of black people, for most people, starts from slavery. Yeah. Where we're not taught what that... the cultures were like before then. That's true, yeah. you know. And also, it's kind of like people think, because of the way slavery has been taught in schools, people think that there was no resistance in Africa yeah. against slavery. Yeah. Like they just think that everyone in Africa was, like, all for it. Compliant. And there wasn't any... Yeah, exactly. Like, we were just all compliant and just selling anyone willy-nilly, like, come on. So, yeah, that's, you know, that's obviously very important to... To balance out. I've got a question. You guys are both from like West West African families. Mm. How how what is the conversation like about slavery among your you guys' families? Like how much are you taught from a young age, and what's the kind of like feeling about it? Um, from my family, it's self education. Like we didn't really have conversations about it. It was what I learned in school and then what I decided to take upon myself to go and find out myself. Yeah. Not sure if it's the same for you, Priya. Um, well, for me, it was, uh, it was a bit of both. So when I was younger, I got taken to um, the slave town in, in Nigeria where they still had, like, the museums and they still had the monument. They still had all the, like, the chains and yeah. they had, like, the port where people would get taken through the door and there was like the door of no return. Yeah. So I think there's a similar thing in Ghana as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got taken to that when I was quite young, uh, probably around like nine, maybe. So that already imprinted like the reality of it in my brain. And then obviously as you get older, you start to learn a lot more about it mm-hmm. yourself. But I think me getting that start kind of made me realize the story and like it was like okay no because at the museum they talked about how different tribes would fight against the slavery and like people because basically what was happening was people were getting poached that was the end of it like Mm. it wasn't like villages would just say okay your young man or your young woman we're selling you today we've decided to sell you it was like people were getting poached people were getting poached in their farms people were getting like that's crazy um poached on their waist between towns you know all that kind of stuff yeah yeah. so yeah. and then they'll just disappear so it's kind of like when people disappear in, in this day and age where you know we have all these like we have, we have messages on twitter trying to find people yeah, that have yeah. been lost people just like they vanished and then exactly where, it's where that they, same thing yeah. so imagine that kind of thing happening those in those times where they didn't have technology so you can't 
I think I think a lot of people don't. Missing. I think with the whole slavery thing is that people kind of forget that these were real people with families and lives and yeah, exactly like that they just, just become numbers out. or like just yeah. oh yeah people like when you say people it's like oh like that doesn't mean anything. no that's actually actual people and that's why yeah. I think like you know it's very important that as many black people who do end up going back to like an an African country that has a slave museum should go and visit it because. Yeah. You learn so much, man. You learn so much just visiting it and seeing, yeah. like even seeing the chains as a kid. When I saw the chains, like yeah. I think I might probably burst that in tears because you see the chains and you actually see like yeah. how heavy it was, and you see like the ones for the kids, like smaller kids, yeah. the grown adults, the women. Like it's yeah, it's crazy. It's a I'm even getting worked up or emotional talking yeah, about it now. Um, I went back to Ghana two years ago. Yeah, and we went into Elamina Elamina Castle. Was one. Was it Cape Coast Castle? Well, one of the two where um, they kept slaves until they were re- um, ready to like put them on ships to go across. Yeah. yeah. And just walking through the castle, there's, you know, it's been however long it's been, and you still feel the airiness of it. Yeah. Just yeah. walking through, seeing the different places where they kept some slaves. It's crazy. Like, cause, I, I mean, the only perception like I have is really through like, films that we see and i don't know how you guys feel about seeing the films but like because i know like for example 12 years a slave had a really massive reaction in this country like people watched it and it was as if it was the first time people have like learned about slavery which is kind of crazy mm. i just feel like it, um, it has a mad effect on on you as a person when you watch stuff like that yeah i, I a lot of the time i hate them because yeah one they paint they always paint the slaves as these people who were not who were not fighting, like yeah. who were not putting up a fight, and who who were not resilient. They like they were just this docile group of people who were put who had shit. That was never the case. There was always rebellion. There was always fight against yeah a, against the oppression that they were that they were you know under. This idea that slaves um and obviously not just America not just in America but across the Caribbean and all and all of the yeah. parts of the world that that you know there were slaves in. Um, this idea that they weren't fighting or that, that there wasn't any internal struggle. Like, these guys, like, our, assist, our, our ancestors who were enslaved knew that they were enslaved. Yeah. And they were always trying to fight that. Like, so, for me, I think a lot of the time, the reasons I hate them is because, well, I hate those movies, is because, like, they just never really show that side. Right, yeah. Or, or show it enough, like. For sure. So, yeah. For sure. It's and I think mind. they've been they've been overdone. Like Hollywood's overdone. <laughs> I mean, the me, same the same movie over and over and over and over again. We um actually got pushed, not pushed, but like um in I think it was second or third grade in America, we had to watch Roots. Right. And Roots obviously is I haven't seen it in years. Yeah. But um. It's one of those movies where you can see like the character from being taken from Africa into Americas and him still like being resilient and fighting even the change of his name. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that's again that's what I mean, man. Like, you know, going back to what Kala was saying, like we we need a we need a Haiti movie. How about <laughs> that? We need a movie on Haiti so that we so they can talk about how America and like American England 
you know, conspired to to make sure that Haiti was not successful after they rebelled against slavery in terms yeah. of like as a as a marketplace and as a place where people can can do business and prosper. That's what we need. We need to start telling the truth about how complicit these Western countries have been in in oppress in suppressing the fight for freedom. Like England itself, I mean, shit. It's obviously just come out in news, or at least because of the current level of um, yeah. people being aware of stuff that you know the British public have only just stopped paying um, ex-slave owners um, reparations. for reparations in 2015, only five years ago. Yeah, I read that you as know? well. But so that kind of stuff is still happening today, and there's not just enough emphasis on that part of it so if they if there is a new slave film being done um i want it to be more on on the british side or the american side but not not to glorify them but to actually show them for the evil that they did it's mad that's the thing with it with this is like there are so many elements and aspects to it that you could there's so many avenues to explore that people haven't yeah Um, and it's just that one aspect that they've always explored and it's always been like us watching the slaves get whipped and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So I don't want to see that anymore. <laughs> I hear that. I like I hear that though. It's, it's completely. It's shocking. Like, I think it's a bit like. It's like not death porn, but like it's like shock shock porn. When you watch it, it's like oh, you want to watch it because this is shocking. But yeah, I think some somewhere along the line you lose the you know, I don't know that this was reality at some point for people and. I don't know, it should be more about, more than shocking people, we should see how we can change as people so that something yeah. like this will never happen again and that we as a society today are becoming more, are, are more, more fairer or, you know, I don't yeah, know. There are lessons to be uh, learned from them, but do you want to talk about? Let's, let's do a switcheroo. Um... So well, I guess we've gone from pain. Let's go into <laughs> we ended we ended up there. So we still ended up we, there somehow. Somehow we ended up there. We were like, you know what? We're coming into this like, oh shit, this one we're gonna be we're gonna it's not gonna be a, a serious podcast. It's gonna be a funny podcast, and we somehow we ended up on a tangent. But yeah, that's the beauty of this shit. You want to talk about um, something pretty? What was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, I was just talking about like you know. Toxic behavior, like well, relationship goals. Let's put it that way. Relationship. So we're just goals. talking about, like you know, we all know that we have some form of toxic behavior, or like we harbor some toxic traits. And um, yeah, I just wanted to open the floor to you guys. So guys, <laughs> guys, talk about your toxic traits, guys. Toxic Tell traits. What, toxic what does that? What does that mean? I mean, yeah. What is a toxic trait? Really, look at these guys. Look at these guys. This is how you know you got your toxic. These motherfuckers are like, Oh, what's a toxic choice? <laughs> no, I mean, what you mean in terms of relationships and like, um, I don't know what, like being selfish or being nah, just like okay, so so let me let me um, give me an example. Let me find a, a, yeah, def- let me find a definition toxic in a relationship. Okay. I haven't been in a relationship okay, so, for a long time, right. so just like okay, so <laughs> a toxic behavior is. Anything that poisons a relationship and could limit another person's growth. So wow, so that's that's what toxic behavior is. So obviously, toxic relationship would be like you know you're both behaving in a toxic manner. So that could um, be controlling, for example, or, or yeah, just putting the person down. 
Well, yeah, but that's those are general stuff. Those are general stuff. I want to talk about, like, I want to talk about you guys. (laughs) Well, like, do you guys think you have um, toxic traits for 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 starters? Honestly, I don't. You know. Yeah, currently (laughs) I don't think so. But really, we all we all have like really. You you don't think you have you have what? Sorry. Huh? We all have grown and learned from (laughs) our previous. Okay, tell me, tell me what you've grown from. Tell me what you've grown from, what you've learned. Um, in a previous okay, maybe maybe not maybe not toxic traits. Maybe maybe like that's putting you guys off. Tell us some of your pitfalls in your personality in your relationship. Oh wow! Okay, there you go. Is that better? Is yeah, that yeah. Nice? That's an, see, I just dressed it up for you, man, so you can feel a bit comfortable. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was I was ready to speak. I was, I was nah, like, go on, go on. But um. AJ, since this wild you, do you want to take this or? No, I think no I, we just said you, you just you wanted go to go, for it, mate. You just said you wanted okay. to go. Why um, are you handing it to AJ? I think we all kind of, after a relationship, you look back at things that, you know, you did wrong. Uh, give me examples, bro. Give me examples. Examples. Tell me. Tell me. I'm, 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 let me. Let this me, guy, let me bro. We ain't got all day, bro. Come on, man. It. Get to the point, bro. It. This guy's so, trying to give me a politician answer, bro. <laughs> Obviously, looking back at um a previous relation, my last relationship before my current one was yeah, two thousand and sixteen. You ain't got to give specifics, by the way, if you don't uh, want to. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's the <laughs> is what it is. But um, yeah, I was dating someone that was a bit older than me. Yeah. Um, in like my... some old ladies. Oh yeah. What was I early twenties? Early Mills mid, in your area. <laughs> and how old were they? And they were, I think they just late 20s. Okay, or it's not that. Not, she, so I'm she was like um, a lot older than you. Okay, no. no yeah, she I was, was like thinking this guy was dating years. someone's mom or something. Like. <laughs> no, no. But um, I think she was emotionally more intelligent than me. Wow. Okay. And there was like, thinking back at conversations and arguments that we had where. I would agree to do things, but then to myself, I thought I was doing what we agreed. But then, looking back, it wasn't actually. So you, so you weren't you like communication. You weren't clear, like in the communications. Not even. I think it was the on my understanding of what she needed from me, from our talks after arguments. Okay. So, you, so did I you mean, just, that, did that you... does sound like. A communication problem like but, you just weren't understanding I say you just did the bare minimum needed. and like hope for the best and hopefully that was the say the bare minimum but like yeah <laughs> along those lines <laughs> <laughs> so so that was like a instance where you felt like you know you could have done better yeah in terms of like actual uh in the way you you communicated yeah okay. and I think at some points I realize now I might have been a bit dismissive of her emotions. Yeah, that's very important. You know, that's as a that's very important that's to um that is true to speak on because I think we all need to. That's a very important thing in in a relationship. Like your way is not always the right way. It's one one of the things I've learned. I don't know, Adrian. Do you want to go? So I was I was gonna say like I I'm just I'm just so selfish. Like I don't think I could like to be in a relationship for me is like. It's so constricting, man. But yeah. <laughs> just just like in general, like to be attached to another person, to 
Wait, wait to sell yourself. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm That's single, funny. ready to mingle, but uh, you know, this is not stop advertising yourself, but <laughs> I'm looking for nice walks down the beach. Uh, oh, hey. <laughs> but for real, like, no, so, okay, I feel, so I, you think... I think being in a relationship takes so much out of you, you need to really be ready and willing to give your all otherwise don't be yeah. in it because if you yeah. can't give your 100 percent, then there's kind of no point mm, it's I like uh, if you're on a journey somewhere and you need to focus on that then focus on that because don't give some don't sell yourself under false pretenses of you know i'm gonna yeah. give you this and that when you can't and yeah that's true to be in a relationship you need like it requires i don't know like just for me like even sending a text back and having to get, <laughs> like spend time on the phone and all this stuff that's jokes these guys funny yeah like, i hear what you're it's, saying it's a lot of time i just don't yeah yeah i think, I think um, that's also comes with like self-realization so like a lot of people go into relationships not really knowing themselves true yeah and um i think i think what i've what i've realized i don't uh, in in this lockdown is that we need to in relationships and this this goes for like relationships and friendships but in relationships um we need to be intentional about discussing our love languages and how we deal with conflicts um mm -hmm. i think like we come into this relationships like relationships with our own trauma and our own baggage um those and that we, can't see my we, 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 <laughs> 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 but uh, but we yeah we, we come in with our own trauma and our own baggage and we expect people other people to understand us without communicating what our needs are mm. and and when those needs aren't met we feel slighted or or we we, we feel like you know they've let us down and we, we either then become confrontational or or become unhelpful yeah like throwing accusations or, or withholding um emotions or, or like yeah. just withholding yourself. Um and then that kind of that kind of breeds resentment and, and it can become unhealthy and, and volatile. So I I've learned anyway that, you know, in a in a in a society we live where time is limited and pay, our patience perhaps is limited. Um a lot of the problems that we have in relationships that lead to breakdown can be avoidable. Yeah. And um, one of the things that I've learned myself in terms of like when I was talking about like toxic behavior or behaviors that's not that good in relationship is that I've learned to understand and respect that there, there are other ways of dealing with things other than my way. Yeah. Um, and even though I might have an idea of the right way to do something, that might not be good for the other person. Yeah, and it might not be useful for the other person. So it's a constant process for me to remind myself that on, my way is just my way is not always the right way. And I hear yeah. that. But on a scale of one to ten, how honest are you with your girlfriend or past girlfriends? Like how how honest are you with that? And just you know, just speaking your truth. Very, me. Um, I am so honest that it hurts. <laughs> Them, them. <laughs> that's too honest i said i'm too honest you know? yeah i think in the past i thought it was just it's easier to kind of lay everything out put everything out yeah before it all comes back in some way to me so mm. i've always believed in just giving you this is all of me this is all my truth do Take you it um, leave it. 
So, I mean, obviously, I, I think that that's true. I, I believe that that's the best way to go into relationships, to be fair. And I also, I, I think, like, people need to go into relationships with a clean slate. So I never really go into my next relationship with the same standards that I achieved in my last one or expectations mm-hmm. for my last one because I just think that just breeds, like, you know, yeah. a ground for, for disappointment. So um, I think... Communication is probably one of the most important things, and we talk about it all the time and say it's important, but it's it's a hard thing to do and maintain. The most successful yeah. relationships are probably the ones that are able to communicate very well. Do Do you think you, you and whoever you're with have to be on the same page ideologically, it or like, because for example, I've like obviously there's a big mission in my family to get me married like asap yeah. <laughs> because in in asia i'm 29 but in asian years i'm like 40 so like they're trying to get me hitched up so i'm trying to get you hooked up yeah i'm i am getting i get you know proposals or in in the sense in the indian sense which Jeez. which just means you know people are saying oh what's your son doing can we try and hook them up so parents will speak and to parents inquiries, there. inquiries yeah like parents will speak to parents all this kind of yeah. stuff, yeah. So, I, I get offers from India too. It's it's crazy to speak about relationships like this, like Mister International. Oh, yeah. like you this know, guys, Mister International. <laughs> Man's out here getting offers from India, you know. Like, yeah. I can't even get an offer from <laughs> Bowl, bro. And I live in. Well, that's the offers. It's like, oh, it's not like it feels like you know I'm a footballer waiting I'm, to. I'm waiting. To get I'm waiting up. for offers. Man's, man's <laughs> out here. Man's got loan deals. He's got Madrid, up. Madrid, Bayern, all of them. He's got he's got up. Bayern Munich doing scouting reports on him. The thing is, and, like, and man's like this is this is not like arranged marriages in the in the traditional sense where you just turn yeah, up yeah. and oh this is the person you're marrying. Well done. Good luck with your life. It's yeah. it's like you know you can meet the person, chat to them mm. if you want. It's, it's mm. just introducing each other to each other. Which is, you know, fine. Okay. I think that's a nice way for, um, you know, to look out for people in your family who are alone yeah. and might need help, which is yeah. like, perfectly fine. But yeah. from what I've noticed, what I've been thinking about is, could I really marry someone that's from a different world, from another country, who didn't grow yeah, up the yeah. same way I did or have the same mm. ideology as I do? Yeah. Uh, I mean that that would be obviously a very steep learning curve. Yeah. Do Do you think Do you think these. it's possible? Do you think it's possible to uh, fall in love with someone who's from a totally different background to yourself. I mean, yeah. I think it is, but it takes some. It takes work. work. Yeah. yeah, it takes work. I mean, like, let's be honest. If if you have someone who's from your background, raised in your same neighborhood, everything like yeah. you're practically identical in the way you've been brought up. You still have to work on a relationship anyway. So then you add on ed- anything else outside of that. So it just depends on how much you're willing to put into it, really. That's the that's the goal because you can fall in love with anyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just depends on that the amount of work that you're willing to put into the relationship. Um, that's that would be my like, take. W- on it. Would you but like personally? I wouldn't do it. Like, <laughs> I say so. Yeah. I'm from Ghanaian heritage, and I say there's a difference between a Ghanaian, the mindset of a Ghanaian person that's grown up in the Western world. Compared yeah. to the mindset of a Ghanaian person that's grown up in Ghana. Yeah. For me, it's harder to relate to someone that's grown up over there as opposed to in the Western world. So, yeah. I guess it's more I'm not willing to work that hard <laughs> for, that. for that. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, it's not like, yeah, it's not it's not a bad thing per se. Like, obviously, as you, as you mentioned, there's cultural differences yeah still even within the same you know that's within the, the same country that's the thing the if, if, just say so you met someone in the uk that was 
like I don't know politically completely up, uh, the opposite of you. Like, do you think that would do you think that would work? Nah, like, that can't, that can't <laughs> run. That can't run. That that definitely can't run, bro. So do do you that think that there really there are fundamentals that you kind of have to align on for you to be yeah, compatible absolutely. in any way? Absolutely, I think politically we have to be aligned because we can't. I can't. So, we'll be arguing okay, bro, so the whole time. What 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 is like? What do you think is the okay? Yao isn't still in a successful relationship at the moment. What's the key? What's your secret, Yao? Uh, understanding each other. Understanding each other. I think. So, what, what's your differences? With... What's your differences? Let's let's. That's interesting. That's more interesting. What's your What's your differences, and how did you guys compromise? Because that's a key word in relationships: compromise. Um, she's very strict in her faith. Okay. Where we're both Christian, but where she reads the Bible every day, feels a certain way if she's not like feels connected to God whereas yep. I feel like I connect to God in different ways to the normal yep. Christian as, as such so for me it's understanding what she needs to feel that spiritual connection and how I can feed that in the same way where she feeds me spiritually okay and yeah so that's one difference we have there uh, yeah but how, how does that how does that affect your like in what ways, like, does that affect your day-to-day? I guess what I'm trying to ask is how, what are some of the differences? Because you mentioned the Bible thing, which is a, which obviously, but, but how does that then affect other things? Like, do you guys do certain things? Do you not do certain, like, what's off-limits kind of thing? Like, have you guys, have you had to compromise the way you are to, like, make her happy? Has she had to compromise the way she is to make you happy? Cause what 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 adults say by the way, so you know I'm gonna ask some mad questions. So if I'm crossing <laughs> the line, just say no comment. You know <laughs> but I'm one of them people. I'm just gonna you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be around the bush in it. So I don't think I've had to, the only compromises I think I've had to make is how I communicate. Because personally, I'm the type of person. In oh, you're any... you're trash at communicating. Okay, wow. This <laughs> is gonna attack me like that. Sorry, did I? Wow. Sorry, did that come out? I was saying that in my head, you know. My wow. bad. Wow. I don't These know who said friends, that. Guys. These are my friends, guys. These my friends. I don't know who said that. If your friends can't be honest with you, oh, okay. <laughs> what kind of friendship do you have? Oh. But um, yeah. So, as Priya said, I'm terrible with communication. I might start talking about a topic and then drop off, and then go to Mars and then come back. I may also like speak to you for a minute one day and then. You know, ten years later, I'll pop up and hey, how are you doing? Like, you how, know? You, how you doing? Wow. <laughs> so that's uh, in that sense, I'm terrible. Yeah. Um. Uh. She, on the other hand, mm. has to you know have conversations every so at least you know, every other day or so. Yeah. So, so do you guys I talk think, every day. Or? Um. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I've had to teach her about how for me my energy. I feel drained when I, I'm constantly talking to someone, especially on the phone. So she's okay, kind of yeah, had yeah, to yeah. learn to, you know, kind of back off sometimes, let me be, and just text okay. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you not, yeah, do you not fall asleep on the phone together in that? Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question, bro. Do you not fall asleep? I didn't hear the question. Do you not fall asleep on the phone and stuff? Like, I don't know. I can't do, uh, I can't do all of them. Too. Uh, no, no, no. So we don't do like, <laughs> The late that night is chats so dead, bro. on the phone, but 
There was actually one day where I thought it was pretty cool where we were both tired, but we were like video to Poland. We had a video chat. Yeah. And in the middle of the video chat, we just end up having a nap with like, I was playing music in the background. She was napping, I was napping. We both woke up. It's very romantic, after the nap with the And I was like, yeah. It's very romance, you know. <laughs> but yeah. It's, make, it's, making me, it's making me feel a certain type of way, blood. That's mad, you know. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I like to hear that still. Do you know me? I think what it is, I'm, I'm just a pessimist. Like, I, I've never seen a good marriage, really. So it's like, I'm just like, yeah. yo. I mean, neither... Really, no, like, I don't say that. Your sister's got a good marriage. <laughs> yeah, that's but it's just I'm just really like I feel like a lot of people. I are... think for AJ, AJ, your problem is you ain't been in relationships. Nah, that's the pro- that's your problem. Not... You ain't got a lot. Of, you ain't you ain't got a lot of actual like relationship experience. experience. Yeah, it's true. But that's n- that's n- neither of I. No, nah, no, nah, you have, bro. No, this compared is like my to, bro. Come on, man. Compared to AJ, yeah. you definitely had more experience with women than AJ. For me, has. I d- I dip in and out, and then we roll. We keep it moving. <laughs> Yeah, AJ AJ is very like AJ is very blase about it. Uh, like you I have like... to force AJ to like to do this shit. That's why I'm happy his mum's on his case. Bro. Yeah, I am as well. I'm, I'm happy as well. Out, you know. If you leave it to AJ, I swear AJ will just go through life just chilling, bro. He don't care. He's got his mum. He's got his sister. He's got us. us lot. Yeah, he's set. Uh, life is what's good. that? So, um, swimming pools. You know how girls wake I, up. I, I got a question. <laughs> I got. Do you really believe yeah that you, we as human beings should be with one person forever and ever? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, I, I slightly don't, ooh. you know, but maybe I, I, that, that's just me now speaking. But you know what? I've read, I've read some stuff on this. I've read some books on. Okay, I've read two books on this. Not lots of books. I've read two books on the, on this that have um, presented the idea that maybe we're, we're not meant to be in single partner relationships. Um, but I, I feel like I still need to do a bit more reading and a bit more like research into it. Personally, I think there's multiple ways to find love. I, I've met in my in my travels. I've met a lot of um, open relationship couples. Yeah. And one of the things that I really envied in that in their relationships, the ones that I've met and and are successful together, is that they have a certain level of openness and just pure like just absolute openness with each other about you know attraction to other people and and stuff like that um yeah which which i've always envied and i've always kind of looked at those type of relationships where you know both people can talk about oh yeah i find that person attractive and it's not like oh i want to bang them or whatever obviously those guys are but i'm saying like (laughs) i know a lot of people (laughs) sorry sorry to interrupt but aj do you need to go no uh not yet not yet soon okay But yeah, I, I would just say, just to conclude, like, you know, those relationships are very open and there's there's some people who get into relationships and as soon as they do, they just kind of like do a 160 on their personality. So or, what, they get into like an open relationship and then change, switch it up, is what you're saying? No, no, no. I mean, they get into a relationship yeah. and then they just like, they're no longer the person that they were. They oh, just right, I see. turn into this like perfect boyfriend type, perfect girlfriend type act which is like okay come on now you're not yourself you're not being yourself right now i mean that in itself what's to say that's not them what's to say that because then when you when they're away from their partner they they're completely different <laughs> that's <Yeah>. why <laughs> that's why when they're not with their partner and they behave in a certain type of way then you're like okay cool this is you're not this is who you are because you're feeling more comfortable kind yeah of stuff. So yeah, so Priya, are you open to that kind of thing? To 
to an open situation. I don't think I don't think so again because I, I I don't think of I don't judge it. That's what that's what I'm saying. I, say. I yeah, don't I, I don't judge it, but I just you, again I haven't. You respect I haven't the openness, really, though. You respect the. I respect yes, yes. I think that's very, very like beautiful. I respect the openness in that kind of relationship or in a. Um, but things are, are you are you a jealous person though? Like in in that nah, context, I'm, I'm if, really, I'm if your really girl not. said to you, "Oh, you know what? I actually kind of fancy this dude." Um, I'm really not blood. I'm really I'm one of them people. I'm just like, all right, cool, so. Because yeah. the thing is, yeah, I'm one of them people. If I if I'm dating someone, yeah, and I have no, I have so much trust in them. Like I have no worries. Like I don't really, I don't really look at them and think, oh, they they could cheat on me or they could do whatever, whatever. If yeah. they do, obviously, which they can do. But if they do, then obviously that's just who they are. Um. So yeah, I I never really worry. I don't really. I'm not. I don't really have jealousy, man. Are you not worried? Um, simply because they should be worried about you. <laughs> 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 the headshots the headshots yo wow, wow, worried wow. about him what wow 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 like in, uh, like you said you just said oh you know i don't care if my girl is attracted to some other person or says that they're attracted or that doesn't concern me because that's just who you are You're not I, really yeah fast. at the end of the day they're still my I'm girl saying, is that so... because is it is that is it because you're also doing the same um, thing I don't know, not really, because that's a difference. Because obviously, I do photography, so I often. I'm, <laughs> I love yeah, it. I use the same excuse too. Uh, I, do I do photography, do photography. so and I do portrait <laughs> photography, so often I'm surrounded by people that by attractive people. Um, oh yeah, and fair like, enough, yeah. That doesn't mean anything to me. Like, be, someone being attractive doesn't mean anything to me. Like, it, it, you know, me surrounding myself or like, you know, being around someone who's attractive doesn't mean I want them. Like it's not it's not like yeah, a yeah. linear kind of feeling for me anyway. Like there's a lot more that yeah. goes into liking someone or wanting to be with someone for me. So yeah, it it wouldn't really bug me at all. Like it it would only like be a thing if they kept saying the same person over and over again. Like it's like, like hold yo, on a minute, <laughs> hold on a minute. Like yo, are you trying to hit something? Are you are you trying to set up a three way? What are you trying to do here, babes? Like come on, just be honest with me now. Like. Oh my but God. I, I think for me, it's always it always goes down to honesty. I, I just love when people can be themselves. Like, be yourself yeah. with me. And if I don't fuck with it, I don't fuck with it. If I do, then I do. Like, that's that would be my story. What do you guys think about them them open relationship friends? Um, personally, it's not for Go me. Now. I think you need to be at a certain level of um. Well, first of all, there's a lot of communication involved. With your yeah, partner yeah. being open, hundred percent, hundred percent. The understanding and also, you. By the way, make sure you're not by the way, can I just nature. can I can I just say as well, just to like obviously give a, a lot of context here. There's still rules. Like I think when people talk about open relationship, they think it's just gone whole and like people yeah, yeah. just go out and just do whatever they want. There's still like when I spoke to these like couples in the open relationship. They explained to me that they still have rules, like they still talk to each other. They still like, you know, if that person wants to get with someone else, they'll still check in first with their partner. Like, oh, are you cool with it? If you're not cool with it, I'm not going to go through with it. So there's still a lot of that kind of stuff that happens. It's not just a like, oh, yeah, I like that person. Bye. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not even like, oh, yeah, yesterday it was mad, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like I think a lot of the time people think <laughs> they'll just wake up and just you be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, yesterday you know you're not gonna believe what happened to oh, me." Oh man. Um, but again, that's just perception, right? Because of the way it's been 
spoken about before and the way people yeah, think it is. Yeah. So yeah. AJ? Yeah, you're saying no, I I think it's tough because I think people, human beings are just naturally jealous people and you just be like, uh, what, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. There has to be some kind of, do you think there's some kind of level of ownership of your partner? Like you're owned by them and they're, they're owned by you in some yes. way. Yeah. And like to have that exclusivity is what is. Is that what defines, know. what defines the relationship? I'm not, I'm not, this, this ex, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't judge people that do it because I, I think they're, they're living their yeah. truth and that's, that's good for them. Like if they are, you know, in some ways better than norm regular what is considered yeah, yeah. the norm because they're able to, you know, look past the you know, just the physical aspect of Yeah, the I, I think it's it's, it's just like again, I go back to it, it's just about the openness of it, really, that makes me like yeah. really admire them. Um because yeah, they're just yeah. so open. And like I have this one couple in, in mind that I'm thinking about when I say this. They're both very, very open with each other, like so to the point where it's kind of like it makes me a bit like look at myself in terms of like I look at my relationships and my communication skills with my previous um, partners and think yeah. I've, I've missed a trick in terms of how I've spoken with them. Like, have I really been as open as I yeah. thought I was? Have I really been as honest as I thought I was? Yeah. Because here's these two people yeah. who are not doing what's considered normal. Um, or, or like the norm in society, yeah. yet their communication is so on point that no feelings get hurt, nothing gets misconstrued. Like yeah. it's just, I don't know. For me, I just, I just looked at that as beautiful. I, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they have yeah, their own course, issues, absolutely. but it, like, if if it works for them, then yeah. it works. Like, that's calm. I'm, I am now being uh, rushed. <laughs> <It's> the, <laughs> this is the. I love this. I, I feel think like this should, is, is this going to be like the like relevant theme? <laughs> This, this is the weekly theme. theme. Like, this is yeah, how we end the podcast. The theme for the if you missed podcast. it, the last episode, AJ's mom actually came in to, <laughs> she, to harass she, me. And she came me, in I to, to, go. to threaten his life. It's, it's, time to, it's time to go home. Everyone's, ki- <laughs> everyone's yeah, they're yeah. all coming for me. My sister's just FaceTimed me and I, I've had to reject oh, her. Right. So that's going to be all painful. Right. Yeah, okay. okay. Let's, 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 let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. AJ, what's your final thoughts, bro? Final thoughts. I think. We should all strive to be better people and we can then have better relationships. Because if, if we are happy with ourselves, we have something to work on. And I don't know. I we think know what, in, an, in another episode, we have more fulfilling episode, relationships. We're going to come into, we're going to get into AJ, bro. We're going to get onto AJ. <laughs> <laughs> for, for now, we'll let you go, but we're going to get onto you, bro, about your whole relationship yes. and about you feeling selfish oh, and all man. that, being selfish and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, man. what are you saying? What's your. Um, uh, know yourself your before you start something new. Yeah, yeah. Any, any, any yeah. other nuggets? Pre-A. That was it. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll leave it there. Last <laughs> time I got berated for it. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. I hear that. I hear that. Um, yeah. Pre-A. What's My your final, final thoughts? thoughts? Uh, Speak it. Communication. Um, be kind with your communication with yourself and with your partner, and just you know, communicate your needs. People can't read your mind, so. If you need something, speak up, and that will help. And swipe right more. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> From left field. That, that came out of nowhere. Wow, look at that shot. Out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Joke. Orange right, do-rags for the win. Right, peace. <laughs> Orange do-rags <laughs> peace. for the win, yes. Uh, yes.